I proud of reaching that value? But I just push the goalposts away. So I'm always going to be disappointed. So I'm always going to be chasing, chasing the next value, chasing the next financial number. Or do I shift my mindset and turn to an infinite player and understand that I just need to go on the charts for this amount of time and do my trading plan and do it with ease and happiness and just allow it to be. Not get frustrated if I take a loss. If you stick to your rules and you only take one or two losses, who gives a shit? Go on the next day and you'll make it up. Doesn't matter. It just is what it is. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Friday, the end of the week. A lovely weekend beginning tomorrow. Again, I say this most weeks, but for traders, sometimes it's sad because we don't get to trade for a few days. And when you do what you love, it's easy to miss the uh, the days you get to do that. But today, I'm very grateful for everyone who is continuously showing up to these calls. It's giving me the drive and the push to keep sharing, to keep growing, to keep developing myself. Um, some days we do have hard days. You know, I also have hard days. This week's been a bit of an up and down week for me, but having a community here that um, is routine and that is consistent and that is uh, sharing and growing together gives me a reason to keep going and push through some of those hard days as well. As And of course, you might know that my why is my little man and having that time freedom to spend time with him is extremely important and having him on my arm almost 24 7 definitely drives drives in my why a little bit harder and a little bit more often this is why visualizing your why and having it in places you can see feel touch hear it um, is very powerful because you 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 get easily reminded at why you're doing what you're doing and um, yeah I'm just grateful for those reminders for the ability to get up and keep going on the hard days it's been a very turmoil week on the charts and i haven't been in the right mindset and still jumped on which is foolish of my own accord it hasn't been too detrimental but always learning lessons shall we say so today i'm going to recap a little bit of what we did um throughout the week and then we'll wrap it up with um a nice little video from simon sinek and um a bit of a um theory from Peter Sage, we've been going through a couple of those books this week, The Inside Track, Atomic Habits, and The Chimp Paradox. And I just want to finish off with some of the stuff that he's got to share. So just going through the chat here, we have so grateful for family, friends, this Christmas season. Yes, Christmas is just around the corner, isn't it? Grateful for gaining some confidence and adventuring on my own. Yes. So I don't know if that's adventuring like out or adventuring 
in growth, but both exceptionally fun. I did solo traveling, traveling through Africa for seven weeks and it was a real, real eye-opening and learning experience and it was incredible. Good morning today. I am grateful for this opportunity for distance learning. Yeah, it's so good that we could just pop on our computer anywhere in the world and be taught by anyone from anywhere, really. So grateful for all the warmth and many comforts and family. My family and I enjoy it. Yeah, got to love family. All right. So on Monday, we're talking a bit about manifesting. And I want to bring this back up again because it's not so much you should be manifesting X, Y, Z. It's what it actually is doing for us. And by manifesting, what we're doing is we're bringing the thoughts that we want to the forefront of our mind so that we're constantly thinking about them. What this does is it brings our attention to the certain attributes and it, our environment that allows these manifestations to play out, to come to fruition. So if we're constantly thinking that I want a black jacket, for example, every time you walk past the shop, you're going to be, and you see a black looking coat, you're going to look, oh, is this that black jacket that I can get for sale? It's going to be drawing your attention to the things that you want because you're going to be thinking about them. Now we should actually be implementing this onto the charts. What are these favorite trades of mine that I can play comfortably, confidently, and continuously every time they show up? Everyone's pattern is going to be different. Everyone has different biases, upbringings, beliefs, values. So you need to understand for yourself, what are these number one trades? These, these perfect ones that when I see them, I'm like, oh, this is a good trade setting up. I know it's going to go in this direction and I know how to manage it. Think about them, manifest them. And so when they do pop up, you're ready. You've got all the vision. You've got the sight. You know, you might understand what it, like where it sets up. Okay. Usually we're pushed counter trend and I'm waiting for it to break the EMA and then come back up and retest it. And that's where I'm going to find my entry. And then when you see it push counter trend, you're like, okay, now I can be patient because we're starting to set up. The process is beginning. But what's coming down to the EMA? Is it going to break here? Because if we is, we're getting closer to my perfect setup and I'm really ready. Oh, it's pushing back up. This is exactly what I wanted. Okay, now I'm really confident that if this gives a sell signal that I'm ready to go. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're constantly thinking about a certain thing. And what this does, taught by Broad Proctor, your thoughts, and I take it a bit further, your concentrated thoughts, things you concentrate on the most, start to give you a feeling when you think about them. And when you build up these feelings enough, you get an emotion. When you have enough emotion, you get motivation, a reason for action. You act out on these emotions. You take action. And if you do this action consistently, you will hopefully get results. So when we're manifesting, we're thinking about the things that we really want, which is bringing our attention to the, like I said, the attributes in the environment that can make these play out. We're thinking about them so much that we're building up this emotion. And once we have this emotion, we have this motivation, we act, and then we can then we can get results after constant action is taken. Now, I use this because that's the example given by Bob Proctor, but we don't want our emotions to overpower us. Um, we do have the ability to use our emotions to enable us to do things, but it's the response to our emotions that we need to be careful of with trading. So if you feel that you're manifesting or you're visualizing this perfect trade and you feel happy and confident and excited because it's playing out exactly what you how you wanted, then great. But then you know, okay, this is, oh, I didn't play out. Okay, I can feel frustrated or anything, but now I'm aware of this and I need to do nothing. That is also an action. Not taking action uh, on the charts is also an action. I didn't see it play out. I'm not going to press the button. You know, they often say, no trade is still a good trade. 
So talking about the idea of manifestation, we did talk about the different levels of energy and um, our consciousness and some of the vibrational frequencies and how higher frequencies and higher consciousness can expand further. But I wanted to touch on um, a little bit more on what Peter Sage has to talk about. And that is the, um, I suppose he uses it as by me, to me, through me, as me. So he's, he calls it levels of consciousness. And the Inside Track is a great book. He wrote that while he was in prison, actually, um, for some mistake with his business. So it wasn't anything bad. Um, you know, I'll leave that to your opinion. But it's a really nice book, The Inside Track. I uh, took a lot of really good notes from it. At the back, they've got this appendix where he talks about levels of the map of consciousness and a higher frequency, the more like the best, I guess, the different consciousness that we have and the way we feel. But what I want to talk about is we have these four levels of consciousness he refers to. The first one is to me. So if you go through life and things happen, and you go, oh, why does this always happen to me? Put some ones in the chat if you've ever said those words. Oh, why is this happening to me? One, I used to be like that all the time, like all the time. So unfair. This always happens to me, right? It's living in the victim mentality that the world is out to get you. It's doing things with the intent to make your life tough. If you're living in the to me consciousness, you feel that you deserve better. You feel that you deserve more and that life is usually treating you unfairly. Sometimes you go, oh, this always happens to me as in a good thing. Um, it doesn't always have to be negative, but you're on the aspect of life is out to get you and things are intended to disrupt your life. The next level of consciousness is the by me. Now, this by me consciousness is I understand that the world is what it is and I am going to do something about it. This is going to happen by me. It's only going to happen if I get up, get off my ass and do something. Put some ones in the chat if you've said those. Usually that happens the next level of consciousness after to me. Yep. So one, 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 one. And I think this is kind of a good... It's a good step up, right? This is where we have that feeling of like, I'm going to take control of my life and everything is going to happen by me. Good morning. Grateful to have the opportunity to get back to this motivational start of the day. Lovely to have you back. All right? So yeah, first level consciousness to me, victim mentality. Second level consciousness is by me. That's when you sort of start to take control. Now, the problem with this, and I'm not saying it's bad. I think it's good when you start to pick, pick up and take control of your life. But the problem with this is what happens when you fail at things? This is going to happen only if I do it. And then you fail. Oh, I suck. This is only going to change if I actually do something about it, but I can't do anything. Do you then feel disappointed? Do you then get down on yourself? Do you, do you then beat yourself up a little bit? Put some twos in the chat if you've been in this by me consciousness, but you just feel like you're not getting anywhere and it's just really painful. And you're like, oh, this sucks. Because I've been there 100%. Oh, yep, yep. Okay, cool. So obviously relatable. And this level of consciousness is good because we're actually understanding that the world is what it is, but we need to make things happen. But the next level, this next level of consciousness is called through me. 
So this is when you accept that life is what it is. Now, Peter Sage has this metaphor about jumping in a river that's flowing. And um, I think he refers to by me being when you're swimming against the current, you're trying to like move upstream and you're trying to like move across and make things happen. And it's just a lot of energy. It takes a lot of work to make things happen. Um, when you're just putting energy into something without the, the consciousness of acceptance, shall we say. Now, this through me stage is if you're in the river, you're just going with the flow. You just understand life is what it is. It's going to happen. It doesn't necessarily have to be good. It doesn't necessarily have to be bad. It's not necessarily happening to you or for you, perhaps. It's not out to get you. It's not your fault. It's not you suck if you can't do anything or fail at the thing that you're trying. It's not you're the greatest person on earth because you've achieved this. It just is what it is. So this through me stage takes a lot of that pressure off. You live in a state where yes, you might have ambitions and goals and drives and passions and you want to make things happen. But when it doesn't work out, it's okay. When it does work out, it's great, but it's also okay. Life has a plan. Now, if you're religious or spiritual and you think the universe has already got a plan laid out or God has got his plan laid out for you and you are 100% at ease with the good and the bad that comes, this is living more in that through me consciousness. And so I like to look at this in the sense of I am who I am doing what I'm doing and it's going to happen one way or another. So I have two choices. And this is what I talk about a lot is perspective. You have the ability at any given moment in time to make a decision to be happy or sad. You have any given moment in time to make a decision to be proud or disappointed. You have every choice to make that decision at any point in time to be fearful or to be courageous, to be sad, to be happy, right? It's just a decision, and I know it sounds much simpler than it is in the moment but really it is that simple if we are in a state of sadness we can stop for a second and go hang on why am i sad and remember that um quote i shared before do you have a problem yes are you doing something about it yes then why worry do you have a problem yes are you doing something about it no then why worry do you have a problem no then why worry Remember this little diagram? Well, this is that understanding of through me. We have the ability to make a decision at any point in, our, in any part of our life to go, I am sad, but what if I shift my perspective and find a happy perspective of this? I am mad, but what if I shift my perspective right now and try to find a learning perspective from this? You know, what? what is... What the little Aaron in the chat, what do you choose? Love or fear? Love? I love love. I also love fear because it means that I'm growing. I choose love for both. <laughs> I don't know if that's cheating on the answer, but this through me stage is acceptance of what is. It's not fighting it, it's not arguing with it, it's not blaming. It just is. And then the next level of consciousness is as me and i don't really know what he discusses with this he doesn't really talk about it much and i haven't done any further learning but he goes on to say it's the one the all the divine and um deep into spiritual and 
uh, I suppose, religious concepts there, which I'm not trying to get into on this call. So the reason I share this is because I want you to start living in the through me, understanding that things are what they are. Yes, have your drives, your passions, your goals, your ambitions, and go for them. But don't beat yourself up when you fail. Maybe you just needed more lessons. Maybe there was just certain things that you needed to learn before you got to that level. I keep, I often say this to myself and discuss this with my partner when I might be doing really well and then I have this horrible loss and I'm like, why? I'm so close. Why do I, this have, does this have to happen to me? And then the thought comes into my head, like this is the lesson I needed before I become a millionaire. Because if I had this lesson, when I had a seven, eight, $9 million account, that would be crippling. The moment, a few hundred dollars, not the end of the world. But I, I take the lessons, I learn, but I learn at a less expensive rate. So I really want to encourage you to live more in the through me consciousness and allow things just to be. Now I want to talk with this concept in mind. I want to talk, share with you, sorry, a video from Simon Sinek. I've shared it many times before. A longer version, this is just a short version, but it talks about the concept of finite and infinite mindset. Okay, so just give me one second. In the mid-1980s, a philosopher and theologian by the name of Dr. James Carse defined these two types of games, finite <laughs> games and infinite games. A finite game is defined as known players, fixed rules, and an agreed-upon objective. Football, for example. There's always a beginning, middle, and an end, and if there's a winner, then necessarily there has to be a loser. Then there are infinite games. Infinite games are defined as known and unknown players, which means new players can join at any time. The rules are changeable, which means everyone can play however they want, and the objective is to perpetuate the game, to stay in the game as long as possible. Turns out we're players in infinite games every day of our lives. There's no such thing as being number, number one in your marriage. You can be number two, but you can't be number one. There's no such thing as winning global politics. Nobody wins education. You may come in first for the finite amount of time you're at school, where we have a set time frame and agreed upon objectives and metrics, but nobody wins education. And there's definitely, and there's definitely no such thing as winning business. But if we listen to the language of so many leaders, it becomes abundantly clear that they don't know the game they're playing in. They talk about being number one or being the best or beating their competition. Based on what? Based upon what agreed upon metrics, timeframes, or objectives. And at the end of the day, when we play in an infinite game with a finite mindset, when we play to win in a game that has no finish line, there are some very predictable and consistent outcomes. The big ones include the decline of trust, the decline of cooperation, and the decline of innovation. And if you look at so many organizations, the, the rat race that they put their people in, the finite game, which is everything is about the quarterly or annual numbers, actually over the course of time destroys morale, destroys relationships, and destroys innovation. And the great organizations are the, one who un, are the ones who understand that the goals and the metrics are waypoints. They help us understand speed and distance, but they're not the purpose of the game. The only true competitor in an infinite game is ourselves. That's what it is. How do we make our products better this year than they were last year? How do we make the quality of our customer service this better this year than it was last year? How do we make the qualities of our leadership better this year than they were last year? How do we make the culture stronger this year than it was last year? And this is the obsession of the best organizations in the world. They're obsessed without doing themselves 
And by the way, the funny coincidence is they tend to outperform their competition simultaneously, but it's an obsession with improving themselves rather than trying to beat their competition. Because even if you're ahead, you haven't won anything. Does that make sense to people? Hopefully you understand the difference between infinite and finite gaming. Now, trading is an infinite game. We are here. Put some ones in the chat if you are here to learn a skill that you can do for the rest of your life. And put some twos in the chat if you are here to learn how to trade trade until you get to an X amount of dollars. I want you to think about this. We've got some ones coming in for sure. Right? Trading, we are here to trade as a life skill. Exactly. I want to trade into my 80s. So do I. I don't want to retire. I want to have this ability that I can sit there at 85 when I can't go for jogs and hike mountains and go, you know what? I'm just going to make you know $15,000 today and give that to some charity or share that with my grandkids or whatever the hell I want to do with it because I can. The difference is when we go finite, we are trying to reach a goal. Now, this is really... I'm doing a challenge at the moment, and this is a really hard point um, about doing these challenges. And if I'm going to be completely transparent with you, I was about half a percent away from passing my challenge on the Tuesday. Um, and I got very goal orientated, very aggressive, very, I need to make this, I need to pass this and shifted completely from the new learnt patient Jake to old overtrading emotional Jake and went straight back down to basically zero. Now, I'm not losing, I'm still in the profit, but it was a lesson. And what happened was I got finite and I got my finite game on in an infinite game. And I took a huge lesson. Now, what's the difference between finite and infinite inside the trading? Infinite players play to their trading plan. They are here to reach their daily goal for the day because they know that that's what's going to keep them in the game for the longest possible time. If we just play each day as it is, as it comes in the through me consciousness, it is what it is. I am here for my time on the charts to do what I'm meant to do according to my trading plan and allow the trades and the universe and whatever else is to be and happen. And then I'm moving on with my day. So I come onto the charts to win time. But here's the thing. Who's been on the charts so they can earn some money in an hour and call it a day? Who's, whose objective is that? Put some ones in the chat if that's kind of an objective of yours. Doesn't have to be, but just if it is. Yep, one. Got a couple people. Because that's for me. My, my why is to win time so I can play with my little man. But for everyone who put a one, put a two in the chat if... You've come on the charts, you've traded, you've left the charts, and you have not stopped thinking about the charts. Or you've returned and gone back, and your mind is stuck on the charts. Because that used to happen to me and still does. Oh, yeah, all week. Exactly. This means that we're going against the entire purpose that we are learning to trade. If my why is to win time and hang out with my little man, then why... Do I leave the charts and leave my mind on the charts? I'm not consciously with my son if I'm doing that. I'm thinking about other things. I want to be somewhere else. I come back to the charts. This is all against 
what I'm there for. And why do I do this? Because I want to reach a goal. I want to reach a certain value. But what happens when I reach that value? Oh, okay. Do I set another goal? Do I set another objective? Do I need to find a new value? Am I proud of reaching that value? But I just push the goalposts away. So I'm always going to be disappointed. So I'm always going to be chasing, chasing the next value, chasing the next financial number. Or do I shift my mindset and turn to an infinite player and understand that I just need to go on the charts for this amount of time and do my trading plan and do it with ease and happiness and just allow it to be. Not get frustrated if I take a loss. If you stick to your rules and you only take one or two losses, who gives a shit? Go on the next day and you'll make it up. Doesn't matter. It just is what it is. We need to live in this space of trading is not a, I need to win and get the most money and be the richest in blah, 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 blah. Because I'm sure a lot of us have that mindset when we come on. And that's fine if you do. But once we can shift our mindset to being in an infinite game play, follow our trading plan and just do the things that we are meant to do day in, day out, not beating ourselves up if something happens. Yeah, take your lessons, learn from them, understand that we're going to be developing and growing for this whole process. But things will happen as they're meant to happen. And there's no point in wasting our energy fighting them and getting so worked up about what is and what isn't. How many of you have been on the charts, maybe had a good day, and then still thought about the charts for the rest of the day, afternoon, week, whatever it is, and then felt exhausted or frustrated that your mind hasn't left the charts? Put some ones in the chat if that's been you, because it's definitely been me. Yeah, we got some ones coming through. Exactly. The easier we are on ourselves, the easier trading will become. And how do we make it easy? We just follow the rules that are in front of us. And I know it's so much harder. I still struggle to follow my rules sometimes. I'm getting better and it's getting few and far between before I broke them, but I still do. It's a challenge. It's a growth. It's a personal growth. But the easier we are in ourselves, the easier trading becomes. We follow our rules. We're on for a certain amount of time. It is what it is. And if we follow them kind of nonchalant, like if we follow them to the T and just take our two, three trades max, over time, it becomes easier. The stress becomes less and the results become more. Does anyone have any questions in relation to either of these concepts? The by me, to me, through me. Sorry, to me, through me. To me, by me, through me concept or the infinite versus finite gameplay concept. No, okay. So I hope that made sense. It's been a great week. I'm very happy to have all of you here and those who are returning. Thank you so much for coming back. I really hope that you can understand this and just, again, just allow life to be, you know, just let life happen. Because if you can just go with the flow, you save so much energy and you can put that towards other things. And with that, I'm going to leave you all for today and i will see my traders in the next call we'll be trading with me uh in two minutes i need to go to the toilet first to the people listening on the podcast or who aren't trading with us i love you anyway i love you all i hope you have a fantastic weekend and uh hopefully we can get some points from the charts before we finish the week all right everybody 
I will leave it there. Thank you very much for now. Much love and see you next week. Bye.